0: Welcome back to For Our Faith podcast. Today we're going to be continuing in addressing the question, what is legalism? This will be part two in our series. In our last podcast on what is legalism, we discussed five identifying characteristics of legalism. And today, we will look at five more characteristics that will help us identify what is legalism. To begin, I'd like to read from Matthew 9, verse 34. But the Pharisees said, He casteth out devils through the prince of the devils. So these Pharisees, though they were the spiritual leaders, they clearly lacked discernment. We read here the Pharisees called good evil and evil good, and apparently they couldn't discern the power of God working in Christ. And similarly, we see multitudes of religious men today who are unable to discern between good and evil. Those who live a holy life are often styled and labeled as legalistic or works-based, while those who are living in sin are often considered as being genuine Christians because they don't trust in their own works or because they have faith to believe that they are clothed in the righteousness of Christ. But really, is not this not the same as calling good evil and evil good? Looking at yet another scripture, at that time Jesus went on the Sabbath day through the corn, and his disciples were in hungered and began to pluck the ears of corn and to eat. But when the Pharisees saw it, they said unto him, Behold, thy disciples do that which is not lawful to do upon the Sabbath day. But he said unto them, Have you not read what David did when he was in hungered, and they that were with him, how he entered into the house of God and did eat the showbread? which was not lawful for him to eat, neither for them which were with him, but only for the priests. Or have you not read in the law how that on the Sabbath days the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath and are blameless? But I say unto you that in this place is one greater than the temple. But if ye had known what this meaneth, I will have mercy and not sacrifice. You would not have condemned the guiltless. For the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath day. Another earmark of Phariseeism, or we might say legalism, is using portions of Scripture to condemn or justify. And it just seems today that we see many professing Christians taking one or two verses and building a case that will justify themselves or their sinful behavior. And Christ here points out the fact that though they had one verse to justify what they were saying— Yet, they had neglected to take the entire counsel of Scripture. Had they actually put together the entire counsel of God's Word, they would not have been so quick to be so judgmental. And it's not uncommon to see today whole denominations of people building their theology on segments of Scripture rather than taking the entire Word of God. Here I would suggest that what we tend to think of as legalism may in fact be the exact opposite. Those who want to obey all of Christ's teachings are often branded as being radical or, again, quote, legalistic. Often those who are quick to criticize the sincerity of one who takes all of God's word are the very ones who are actually picking and choosing what scriptures they want to follow. In Matthew 12, verses 9 through 14, we read, And when he was departed thence, he went into their synagogue, and behold, there was a man which had his hand withered. And they asked him, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath days? That they might accuse him. And he said unto them, What man shall there be among you that shall have one sheep, and if it fall into a pit on the Sabbath day, will he not lay hold on it and lift it out? How much then is a man better than a sheep? Wherefore, it is lawful to do well on the Sabbath days. Then saith he to the man, stretch forth thine hand, and he stretched it forth, and it was restored whole like as the other. Then the Pharisees went out and held a council against him, how they might destroy him. So here again we find the Pharisees questioning Christ, and we think of the audacity, we think of just the blindness and the hatred that we have here. Here we read that that they were doing it in order to have something that they might accuse him of. They were so blinded. Again, when we think of another characteristic, they were so blinded, they were so convinced, they were so sure of themselves that they actually began to plot and take counsel how they might destroy him. Going on to Matthew 12, verses 24 through 29, but when the Pharisees heard it, they said, this fellow doth not cast out devils, but by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils. And Jesus knew their thoughts, and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. And if Satan cast out Satan, he's divided against himself. How shall then his kingdom stand? And if I by Beelzebub cast out devils, by whom do your children cast them out? Therefore they shall be your judges. But if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come nigh unto you. Or else how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods except he first bind the strong man and then he will spoil his house? And so what we see here again is another characteristic of a Pharisee or legalism is that they tend to be illogical in their conclusions. And Christ here is pointing out the unreasonableness of their accusation. But again, don't we see the same today? Do not those who profess to be free in Christ often possess the least amount of sensibility in discussing and trying to reason through the Scriptures in practical application. Doesn't it often seem that their arguments or their ideas, their interpretations, and their theology, it just simply falls apart with the slightest amount of reason and just objective dialogue based on God's Word? Matthew 12, verses 38 through 39, we read, Then certain of the scribes and the Pharisees answered, saying, Master, we would see a sign from thee. But he answered and said unto them, An evil and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign, and there shall no sign be given to it but the sign of the prophet Jonas. And so another mark of legalism is that it lacks faith, it needs to see in order to believe. And so we would ask the question do we need signs and affirmation before we simply obey the Christ? So, to review five more marks of characteristics that will help us identify what is legalism. Number one, it's a broken value system that calls evil good and good evil. Number two, It is selectively obeying scriptures or picking and choosing or taking scriptures and elevating one above the other or neglecting some altogether. Number three, direct effort on how to remove those who are bringing conviction, or as Christ said, they were guilty of killing the prophets. Number four, illogical in their conclusions and cannot be reasoned with. Number five, a lack of faith and need signs in order to believe and obey.